morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here to join with me today for a nice hot cup. Although, let's see. Yeah, I'm back to cold coffee, and it's not because I wasted a whole lot of time on Facebook this morning. It's because I'm now recording my third podcast of the morning. So uh, I got out here at about, what was it? 4.45, I sat down, and what time is it now? Hold on, let me see. Uh, Oh, it's 5.55, so... (laughs) <laughs> My coffee's gotten cold, but that's okay. After the podcast, I can always microwave it. Uh, how many of you microwave coffee because you don't drink it fast enough? You know, when I used to work for hospice, uh, we um, in the early days of it, I I would um, my coffee would get cold. And so I found one of these, I think it was at a garage sale for, you know, 50 cents. One of these little warmers that you plug in and you set your coffee cup on it. It's kind of like, you know, the the thing on a coffee maker that keeps the pot hot after it's made. Uh, except it wasn't quite that hot. But I would sit my cup on it, so, you know, make sure it's a ceramic cup, not a plastic cup. And uh, it would keep my coffee Nice temperature. wasn't like scalding hot, but it was good. It didn't get cold. And uh, so uh, maybe you have something like that. Maybe I need to find one of those uh, and utilize here uh, to uh, to keep my coffee warm all through a morning of podcasting. <laughs> well, let's see. What is today's date? Today is the 11th, the 11th of February. It's hard to believe we are here. And uh, we're still moving forward. It's a Thursday. That means I'm heading into the office today uh, to see a couple of in-person sessions. And the rest will either be by phone or video. So I've got to keep them moving and getting things going. I hope you have plans ready for Valentine's weekend, guys, if you're listening to it. Uh, Doing something special for your lady. I've been cooking up ideas all week and uh, making a few last-minute tweaks and changes uh, to, to what will take place. Uh, did take my wife out on a date. Uh, normally, she is doing um, kind of like a children's church thing on Wednesday nights, but they said, hey, we're going to call this date night. Uh, they had a few volunteers that were just going to watch the kids and just have fun, and They weren't going to have a Bible study that night for the adults. And it was all the couples. They were providing the free babysitting and everybody was supposed to go out on a date. So we, um, we were, where did we, we went to, I can't remember the name of the place, but they were closed to indoor dining. Uh, It's a uh, part of a pizza chain, but it's a really nice one, Chicago based one. And it's way out in the middle of nowhere. It's out in the country, uh, south of Sullivan. At a gas station, <laughs> it's it was a large gas station, and they uh, it's been divided, and they've got a nice nice Italian restaurant in there, uh, but they were closed, so we wound our to uh, indoor seating, so we wound up going to Windsor, and if any of you live in this part of Illinois, they've got uh, a pretty nice uh, bar and uh, well, it's more than a bar and grill. It's got like a bar as the first part, and then they have the sit down dining, and it was very nice. Uh, um, uh, you know, 
decent prices. I mean, they're a little bit on the higher end. You're, you're getting a little bit higher quality food. And what is it called? It's the Windsor Pub, I think, is the name of it. So we went there for a little dinner date and had a nice time. Uh, but, well, today, what I wanted to talk to you about was something that um, I, I had talked over with one of my clients uh, a few weeks ago on a Thursday in my office. And I, I liked what we had written, so I took a snapshot of it on my phone. I, I had it up on my whiteboard on the wall because I can't do, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to do counseling without a whiteboard. And I've had to learn how to do it this past year, you know, working from home. But uh, it, the context is uh, the, the person, him and his wife, they, uh, they struggle with falling into fights on a regular basis verbal fights and he doesn't like it and she doesn't like it but they seem to to fall into it whenever they have a disagreement and so one of the things that we talked about was the idea of when you're getting together with your spouse or it could be with anybody but where you have this pattern of having it deteriorate into a fight and hurt feelings what i i suggested for him to do, and and if you want to follow this, this is my suggestion for you also, is first and foremost, ask yourself, ask your spouse, come together on agreement of what is the goal of us talking about this. What is the goal? And there's three primary goals that I identified. One goal could be to express anger. The other goal is to understand each other. And the third goal is to find a solution. Now, a lot of times these things deteriorate into a fight because each person has a different goal for the purpose of the conversation. Um, maybe one person is just wanting to lament about a bad situation, a bad circumstance. And they're just wanting to get some validation. They just want to be heard and and see if, you know, the other person agrees with them. Get some, uh, maybe it's just to commiserate with somebody. Maybe it is um, because they want to make sure that they're not way off base. You know, what is the, what is the purpose? What is the goal? Uh, but the other person takes it in a different way and believes that the goal of the conversation is, well, if this person's bringing this to me, they must want my opinion for a solution. This is what they need to do. And then it turns into a fight because they had different goals. Each goal was valid, but it wasn't helpful. So let's go over these three and, and kind of as my memory comes to me on the more specifics of the, the situation, you know, in my office, uh, see if I can share that with you. The first goal is to express anger. Now, there's a difference between acknowledging and expressing. Acknowledging is simply saying, I'm angry. I'm angry about this. I'm mad about this. I'm upset about this. I'm frustrated about this. 
That's acknowledging it. Expressing it means you're going to let it out. You're going to let it out and the other person's going to be the catcher. And the other person may very well feel as if it's directed at them, as if they are the one getting it. Now, that may or may not be the intention of the person who is expressing the anger. But, you know, some some couples, they just seem to want to have a lot of fights. <laughs> it's like, you know, oh, batter's up. All right, I'm going to hit a line drive. Um, expressing anger in that manner is a surefire way of letting something turn into a fight. Unless you do it in a real careful way where the other person knows that they are not necessarily the uh, the source of the person's frustration or anger. The other person knows that you just need to vent and get it out and maybe yell or scream or cry. That's kind of like what sometimes happens in a counseling session. I know that the person is not angry at me because I'm not involved in their life other than I sit in an office with them and help them work through their issues. So I'm not taking it personal and I can I can sit there and kind of, you know, let them have at it. Um, but I'm not going to take it personal. But if it's your spouse, very easy to take a personal. So if you're if you're insistent on wanting to express the anger with your spouse, you guys better have this all figured out ahead of time with clear understanding or else it's probably going to turn into a fight. Now if you need to acknowledge the anger, that's valid. That's where you say, I'm angry about what happened or I'm angry about what you did. But that's different from expressing the anger. So if your goal is to express it and you're not setting it up ahead of time, I guess then your goal is just, all right, have at it. Let's have a fight. But if that's not what you're wanting, let's look at the second one. That is to understand each other. You see, if I'm not sure if my spouse understands it, then I need to explain it in a concise way. My goal needs to be, I want them to understand what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling, what I'm believing about a situation or a circumstance. And so I share thoughts, or what, what needs to take place is sharing thoughts without interruption. But it needs to be bite-sized pieces. You know, I, I had a steak last night. It was an eight-ounce steak. If I tried to shove it all in my mouth at once, I'm going to choke, and it's not going to work. Well, if you're upset, and you're explaining it to your spouse, and they need to listen without interrupting or challenging because the goal is to understand each other. You got to do it in bite-sized pieces. If you go on a 20-minute, you know, uh, trying to explain <laughs> what, what you're thinking and feeling, that's too long. That's 
too long. That's you got to cut it up into pieces in order to eat the whole steak. So you share thoughts without interruption, but you give chance for the other person to acknowledge or offer feedback to you. Not looking for a solution, but just, you know, kind of like, okay, um, yeah, I understand that. Or if I'm hearing what you're saying right, yeah, this this is important. This is a, a serious thing. You see, you do it in small bite-sized pieces. My preference is don't go much more than 30 to 60 seconds without the other person having the opportunity to do some feedback. Okay? And your goal is not a fight. You're, and you make sure that the other person knows you're not necessarily wanting an answer. You're not necessarily wanting at this point in time them to offer a fix or to take over the problem and fix it. What you want is for them to understand you. It's limited to that. The third one, the third goal is to find a solution. You're actually wanting a solution to this problem. See, with the first one expressing anger, you just want to take it out on somebody. The second one, you're just wanting the other person to clearly understand what your your thoughts are. The third is you want to find a solution. And uh, the three-step method that I encourage this client to do and that I'm going to share with you is you start by describing the problem. But this is a team effort. This is not just you describing the problem. It's both of you describing it. Because you see, you have your perspective and your spouse has another perspective. It's different because you see through different eyes, you feel through different skin, you walk in different shoes. So you need to get a broader view than just your perspective. So you describe the problem and take turns describing it. And just describe one particular problem, then let your spouse describe a problem and go back and forth and back and forth. So it's a shared working through it, okay? You want it to be a shared experience. So the first part is describe the problem. The second is brainstorm possible solutions. Now you work together and and say, okay, we've got this problem kind of laid out good and thoroughly. But now let what are we going to do about it? And then you again take turns tossing out and writing down, write it down on paper, what are the possible solutions? Not like one grand scheme, this is the ultimate solution to everything, but think of it as components to a solution. And you brainstorm them. That doesn't mean that you're, each one is going to definitely be a part of it. You brainstorm it. Write them down. Once you've written down all the things that you can think of, some of them good, some of them bad, some of them silly, whatever, then go to the third step in that, which is decide together which components, which brainstorming possibilities you're going to use to create your solution. You decide together. 
you weigh the pros and the cons of what you're working on together and you find the solution you want to implement. If it works, great. If it doesn't, start the process over again. So when you get together, ask yourself, before you get into the conversation that often results in a fight, ask yourself, you know, if your spouse comes to you and is wanting to talk about it, say, are you needing to express some anger? Or do you just need me to understand? Or do you, real, do you want us to try to find a solution? Because maybe that hadn't popped into their head yet. And now that you bring it up, it brings this to their attention because you've shared this podcast with them. So they kind of are on board. Don't just, you know, don't just try to implement this without explaining what you're doing. Mutual understanding is a good thing. Let them listen to the podcast. Write down some notes and, uh, and find out what does your spouse want to do. Express anger, understand each other, or find a solution. Now you got a goal to work towards and you got some steps on how to do it. All right, that's it for today. Hope this was helpful. You have yourselves a good one and we'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.